Hello, welcome to Wednesday Morning Quarterback. I'm Payne, and this is my buddy Josh. All Hello. Right. All right, so <clears throat> last week in football was an interesting one, to say the least. I feel like this season has been the season of Jesus Christ, everyone goes 500, except for the Eagles. And uh, <laughs> uh, it was a long time ago where we were the undefeated ones, and then we lost the fucking job. Anyway, um, we're not going to talk about that because I don't need to go through my PTSD of that season again. Um, so, just kind of go down the lineup of last week and we'll kind of figure out what, what happened and kind of what we our reactions to each game. So, first up on the docket was uh, the Commanders versus the Bears. The were the, the commies took them down 12-7. Any thoughts on that game? I mean, uh, what is what are the commanders doing? What are the Bears doing? I going into this game, I had no hopes for either team, and it kind of proved to be that way. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm I'm afraid for Justin Fields' life. I just want to put that out there. He's playing well, or at least I think he's playing well. He's playing okay, but like he is. Like he's running for his life. How many how many plays does he have to just run around like a chicken with his head cut off? All of them, apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm flashing forward to next week, but the Patriots are playing the Bears on Monday night, and I'm just like, yeah, I know there's no gimme games in the NFL, but because the Jets are now good, but well, that that's for later this segment. Let's just go right on to <laughs> Atlanta versus San Francisco. In San Francisco, I think it's going to be like that year after they got Jimmy Garoppolo where they won the injury bowl because <laughs> if a defense could die in slow motion is what I would call this game. The, the Falcons won by playing good, solid football, and San Francisco's defense just died. Like, the Falcons were the ones winning this 28-14. Your thoughts? Uh, Marcus Mariota was a better Jimmy G than Jimmy G was this game. He didn't do anything flashy. Um, what I think he went like 13 for 14, maybe, maybe hit 150 yards, no turnovers. Like, you know... That's all you need from your quarterback to just manage. Whereas Jimmy G, I think he had what two interceptions, and I so, yeah. and uh, I think he threw the ball twenty times more than they would want him to throw the ball. But I mean, when you're down fourteen nothing in the first quarter, you kind of got to do something. I just find it funny because like he had that one really good year in San Francisco where like the offense was humming. And just everything was working. And now that everyone figured out how to stop that specific offense, and that was kind of the one good thing he had going for him, Jimmy Garoppolo has just been hit or miss since then. Uh, I want to see the alternate future where uh, Brady retires and Garoppolo gets the reins, but seeing what he's become now, I'm scared of that future. And I'm happy it didn't happen. <laughs> I don't know, man. Put put Jimmy G in a system molded by Bill Belichick himself, I, that could have been something. That could have been something. Yeah. Uh, uh, New England 38, Cleveland 15. Um... I know it's your team. I'm going to go first on this one. I did not see that coming. I, I honestly didn't. I, 
you know, I did not have high hopes for, for the Zapster himself going into this one. And is there a quarterback controversy in New England now? Oh, that, that's something I'm going to address in the state of the franchise. But, uh, <laughs> I, let's put it this way. I thought this was going to be a much closer game than it ended up being. I listened to the whole thing on radio because NFL Plus sucks. Um, Facts. The defense, New England's defense has always been good, and it showed up in a major way, just consistently shutting down the Browns. Off. If this is what the Browns' offense looks like without – Deshaun Watson. Deshaun better be like football Jesus for Cleveland, or it's going to be another very interesting year to be a Browns fan. Um, my reactions to this game, I'm going to go a little bit more in depth on my reactions, but offense played very well. Bailey Zapp played very well. And uh, no complaints if you when you go up 38 points on someone. So, and that kind uh, of, yeah. It goes to the next game, and one I definitely didn't see going, especially hanging out in the AFC East like I do, the New York Jets beating the Packers 27-10. to Now, I think I predicted the Jets winning this game because the Green Bay team is just Aaron Rodgers and a bunch of scrubs. Yeah. Yeah, that is 100% it. How many drops were in this one? Like, uh, four... Poor Rodgers. That's all I got to say. I don't know. No, I don't say poor Rodgers based purely on the fact that he just was the one who was like, I need to have the super big contract, the biggest contract ever for quarterbacks. And then I'm going to complain why I don't get talent around me. And I'm just like, hmm, it's almost like you could be earning maybe like $50 million less and you might get some actual talent around you. Not just the remnants of Sammy, Sammy Watkins and uh, Cobb. What was his first name? Uh, Randall Cobb. Yeah, like that. That that's the entire and Romeo and like whatever Romeo Dobbs is. Who I have him. I mean, but like they have they have some things there, right? It's just they they haven't clicked. I don't know when they're supposed to click. We were saying they should click after week three. We're going into week. Uh, about uh, seven now, and you know things would click outside of uh that tight end Robert Tunyon, you know, they they have Alan Lazard who's supposed to be pretty good. I think he did have a score um on this week, right? You know, Aaron Jones out of the backfield. Romeo Dobbs is not a scrub; he's kind of a scrub. Um, so you know things are there, but when you when you look at things like you're targeted nine times and you only pull in four of them. What what what's happening here? I mean, the really, get some separation. The really great ones only really miss the really bad balls, i.e., the ones that no one would catch, even if you know no one would catch. So I think someone named Megatron and someone named Larry Fitzgerald will disagree with that. I mean, Calvin Johnson was just like an absolute freak of nature, though. Like, I'm talking like average star wide receiver. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't see Green Bay getting much better. In fact, honestly, fuck Vikings to win the North or the Lions if the Lions ever decide to wake up. Uh, the Lions are bad again, but, you know, we're going to save that again for uh, for when that comes up. Um, and staying on the Jets for a second, I'm telling you, it's, 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 a, it's a new era 
in the AFC East. The Jets, or it's a new era in football. The Jets, um, I don't think, are no longer bad. They're no longer the laughing stock of the NFL, which goes right into our next game, who I think might actually just be bad again, Jacksonville. Jacksonville showed some real good promise those first couple of weeks. And I was like, ooh, Doug Peterson, you know, Trevor Lawrence. I like to see that combination. I want to see it move forward. Um, I don't know how the cooked remnants of Matt, uh, Matt Ryan and whatever the fuck the Colts have going on that team won a football game. But, I mean, now this was in Indianapolis, I believe. That is true. So that means Jacksonville won't be able to win because Jacksonville only beats the Colts in Jacksonville. <laughs> like they lost I love super- that rivalry. They, they lost that superpower as soon as they left the state of Florida. So maybe <laughs> it's they only win home games this year. I don't know if they've lost one already this year. I don't really follow the Jags. I, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where I like, I like to follow the kind of bad teams because it's like, oh, I'd like to see them actually do good. Um, but yeah, I, I, the Matt, Matt Ryan's withered corpse might get carried to a wild card game at this rate. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm loving your, uh, your little assessment there, but, uh, but no, no, um, they did. They did spank up on the cold. So that does kind of make a little bit of sense. It's a little bit of a rematch and the Colts were utterly embarrassed in week two so they had to come out here and show some some bit of moxie um but you know I, I on the Colts I don't think anyone believes they're good even though they are three two and one gotta love ties but you know Matt Ryan throwing the ball what 60 times yeah that's crazy that is crazy hmm it's just, it, it, it's almost kind of sad to watch because it's just like, Matt, you could have just retired. You, I think he's, he's, he might end up in the Hall of Fame, but I don't know if Matt Ryan, I personally don't think Matt Ryan's good enough to end in the, up in the Hall of Fame. Come at me, yeah. Falcons fans. But moving on to a quarterback that will definitely not end up in the Hall of Fame. Um, somehow, Kirk Cousins won a game. <laughs> now it's against Miami and Miami I think has their defense is somewhat injured to shit but uh, Minnesota 24 Miami 16 uh, I Miami might end up being the bottom dweller in the AFC East this year what um, what, what were you kind of thinking looking at this score um, well one you gotta remember Tua wasn't there okay. uh, Teddy Bridgewater is a shell of himself you know what was that 20 20- 14 was was his uh was his major year that was great um but you know with with him not being there i do actually kind of give uh miami a bit of a pass i i i really don't know what to think of the vikings like everything about them says that they should be good their quarterback is mid plus they have a running back in Dalvin Cook. Um, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson are, you know, they are two great receivers. Um, but for some reason, every time they play, you always kind of believe that they could lose it. True. 
I mean, here, here's some stats for you just for the NFC North. The Vikings are 5-1. and one. The Packers are 3-3. Three and three. The Bears, duh, Bears, are 2-4. Duh, and Bears. And the Lions are 1-4. and four. The Lions had their bye week this week. I don't know who else had the bye week this week. Maybe... Uh, I think it was the Raiders. Yeah, that would make sense why I didn't... I, I, I'm not making fun of Josh McDaniels on this show uh, for this week at least. <laughs> <laughs> do, we, do we have some mutual ground there, dude? Because I have a lot to say about the Raiders, but I'm going to wait till they play to bring them up. You guys have to stay tuned for my takes on the used-to-be Oakland Raiders. There's, let's be real here. There's still the Oakland Raiders in our hearts. Even for yeah. one weird there's, – there's a couple years where they were the L.A. Raiders back in the 80s, I think. But, yeah, that, we, we don't we don't talk about that. And as we move into Cincinnati versus New Orleans, I have a question for you, Payne. Is Cincinnati back or are the Saints just not good? I think it's a combination of these things because we know Joe Burrow is a good quarterback, right? Like he uh, that comeback season last year, I do not think was a fluke. I legitimately think he's a good quarterback. Um, and New Orleans' offense is just straight booty. Like, they, don't get me wrong. I think Jameis Winston was was their guy, or at least he was until his back decided to stop carrying the whole team. Um, and now I hear Andy Dalton's back is hurt, so I think they need to be checking the turf in the Superdome, frankly. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think this is Cincinnati's kind of riding the ship when they're at 500 with this. So I could see them, depending on how, because let's be real here, the, the, Nor- the AFC North is them and Baltimore. I don't think Cleveland gets it together this year. Pittsburgh definitely ain't getting it get together this year. Though P- Pittsburgh will have a winning season. They'll probably just miss the playoffs. You think, oh, well, we have to readdress that when we come up to them. I got some questions for you there. Um, now, what do you think of the Browns with uh, uh, Deshaun coming back? I don't think he's going to come because he comes back, what, like week 12, week 11 for the Texans well, game? Yes, yeah, I think, it was, I think they did make an 11-game suspension, which, you know, poof. They More got, on that to come. They gotta have their revenge game. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think since he's since he should be back, uh, that supposed revamped O line of theirs is still trash. So maybe they sneak into the playoffs. Maybe they don't. But speaking of the AFC North, let's switch over here to the New York Football Giants uh, beating the. Baltimore Ravens 24-20. Okay, so I have a very serious question to ask you about this uh, current football season. Uh, as the one of the other good team in the NFC East, apparently this year, because the Giants are apparently good this year. Are the Giants good this year? All right, ask your they're, question first. I, I, I'm a... They're five and one. That's scary. <laughs> Ask, ask your question, because I, I, can, I can go off on the Giants real quick, but yeah. Uh, is Daniel Jones good? Is no, Dan- no, 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 <laughs> no. 
No, I no, he's not. Daniel Jones is the definition of mid, and no. But what is happening in New York right now? I don't understand. I mean, Saquon's back. Saquon's always been a dog. So, you know, him being back, maybe that is such a major difference. But, uh, no, Daniel Daniel Jones is not it. And I think more on this game was the Ravens' inability to be able to finish a game. All right, here's, here's actually a story on this one, right? I I live in the Baltimore area, right? So there's a lot of Ravens fans all around. I actually I do like the team as well for for my AFC team. And we, you know, I was I was I was I was I was there and there were some people that were kind of watching the game and they brought up that the Ravens were winning. And I asked, "Oh, okay, you know, what what quarter is it? What time?" And it was like it just started the fourth quarter and I was like they're going to lose. Right. They're going to lose because the fourth quarter, they had a lead going into the fourth, and I just called it. For some reason, what is happening out there, but they cannot finish games. Um, I think it's that combined and, with whatever the hell people have been mixing into the water up in New York and New Jersey because the Jets are good, the the Bills are good, now the Giants are good. Like, so, somebody's mixing some steroids up into the water right? in New Jersey, <laughs> I tell you. Now, was this game on, like, I, I gave a lot of the Ravens blunders, um, you know, the Miami game, the Buffalo game. I put that on coaching, and I put that on the defense, and then I put that on coaching of the defense. That, I think I put this one on Lamar. That I think Miami I put, game was one hell of a collapse though like if we want to talk about a football version of a collapse in slow motion it was that baltimore miami game like for real i i put this game on on lamar um and my my motto all season has been pay lamar Right. Uh, I think one of my fantasy teams, I have that as my team name. But, you know, then I have to put this one on him. You know, the speaking of and we're going to get to it when we talk about them and get to when we talk about the uh, state of the franchise for for my team, the Philadelphia Eagles. It is something when you're able to go early and even if you plateau to still not let your foot so far off the gas that you get you lose a 17 point deficit uh lead you know that that just cannot happen that's on coaching that was a lot on defense and i think this one goes to lamar i i think so too because th- he threw a pick i think he also lost a fumble so yes it, it's rough. yeah lost a fumble late threw a pick late it just now a, a game that i legitimately thought was not going to be the score of four years ago the Pittsburgh Steelers beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 20-18. to 18. I have, as a Tom Brady fan, and I, I love me some Tom Brady, I think, oh God, this was one hell of a surprise. Like, Brady has turned Pittsburgh, like, you know, everyone's like, oh, Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears, right? 
Brady owned the Pittsburgh. Let's that like every year in New England, it's like, oh, Pittsburgh had to come to us, or we had to go through Pittsburgh. We would always beat Pittsburgh. Yeah. And uh, for us to go in, for, not us, but for him to go into Pittsburgh. Now, admittedly, the Bucks have been just awful for whatever reason this year, and. I'm hoping they're able to turn it around because I think Brady should go out with a nice little Super Bowl, but um, it's it's a little it's it's a little bit rough up there in Pittsburgh, and I don't know. I'm I'm just frankly shocked by this score here. Like the Tampa Bay should be crushing Pittsburgh. Tampa Bay's offense this year has looked very pedestrian. Um, you know, I, I don't blame Tom. I, you know, Tom, uh, Tom is the goat. <clears throat> it pains me to say, but it is the truth. Uh, you know, so don't necessarily blame, blame him. So throwing the ball 40 times, I am, you know, you know, this and the audience now knows this. I am a big fan of running the football, right? It, it, it it's everything that needs to be. If you can run, you can win. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the West Coast offense style of slinging the ball 40, 50, 60 times a game. Um, and, you know, run the ball more, right? That's first and foremost on it. And with the Steelers, do you think if Kenny Pickett did not go down, the Steelers would have still won that game? I don't think they would have. Um, I'm looking, I'm just looking at this Tampa Bay team. They, don't they, isn't Leonard Fournette still healthy? Yeah, is, absolutely. He had, like, he had, uh, like over 20 carries. Like, I know Brady's getting old and everyone's like, oh my God, he's this like whole black magic bullshit that he's using to keep playing. And I do think his potential upcoming divorce here affects things a little bit. But just that, I'm, I'm I'm kind of in agreement with you. If if you have now, you should really pound the pile. I think if you have a good running game. I went to a college, Wofford, where we were very famous for running the triple option, mainly because we were in the FCS and we could get away with that kind of bullshit. <laughs> but our I have seen, and I also got to hang out with the running backs because we were a small college campus, so we actually got to see the football players. I was actually friends with the long snapper. Hi, Ross. Um, we would, and we would just, it, it felt like every single down would just chant pound the pile. And I'm just like, you have Leonard Fournette pound that fucking pile until he can no longer run. And then maybe consider throwing it. And a team that I think really should kind of embrace that, or did at least attempt to embrace it for the first half of their game, Carolina and LA, LA beating Carolina 24-10. Um, I'm a Carolina fan. I love me the Panthers. Uh, I think they're a two-headed attack. They attempted to try with Truba Hubbard and Christian McCaffrey. First of all, one of these things is definitely not like the other of Truba and Christian. Hmm. And looking and listening to that game, I was like, in the first half, I was like, oh, wow, we've kept the defending Super Bowl champions down to seven points. And then the defense, the Carolina defense, which is normally really good. First of all, they didn't bring any of their starting cornerbacks because they were all hurt. A lot of cornerbacks getting hit this year, by the way. Uh, Baltimore's also lost most of their secondary, just to kind of flash back to that. But then 
the offense for the Panthers has, like, that one touchdown they had was off a pick six before the half. Like, the Carolina offense is non-existent, and they're probably going to trade Christian McCaffrey before the deadline to get some more rebuilding pieces. But... Well, for, first off, wonderful segue into the next game. That was very fluid. I wanted to tell you that, but you were on a roll. Uh, on that as well, I love that the Panthers actually put up a solid fight without who is number three on my list of worst quarterbacks in the league, right? Baker Mayfield, can't stand him. Um, but, you know, I, I do hope he gets better. I never, I never like to see injury, but... The Panthers are kind of just the Panthers, man. Like I know, I know you like them. I know, I know that it's your team. But you know what? It's probably realistic. They're finishing last in the South. Yeah, that's realistic. I I think I've talked about this with my dad. He's he's also a Panthers fan. We've both been Panthers fans since D'Angelo Williams, because I grew up in Memphis. Saw D'Angelo play in college. Uh, Watched him play at Carolina with the that tandem he and Jonathan Stewart had. Mwah, that is a two-headed running back tandem done perfectly. It's just too bad they wasted it on so many bad quarterbacks, but that's besides the point. Uh, I just I think Carolina is going to have a top three pick in the next year's draft. It's it's going to be a bad year to be a Panthers fan, but there there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Just don't hire another shitty college coach. Or just don't hire another <laughs> college coach. Just find a good NFL, like, assistant coach who's ready to make that jump. Not like Josh, like Josh McDaniels. No, I was about to say not like Josh, Josh McDaniels. <laughs> He's definitely not that guy. Oh, man. You talk about hiring a college coach, giving me a flashback to Chip Kelly, and I did not like it. We don't talk about Chip Kelly. Actually, he had, like, one – Chip Kelly had, like, one good year. That was it. Well, yeah, but uh, then he, he like got rid of all of our star players to fit his system. But let's 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 not go down that road again. Um, are the Rams good? I think the Rams. I mean, they're three and three. The you know who else is three and three in that division? The fucking the the, the surprise of the year: the Seahawks and the 49ers. Like. Unless the Rams just turn on whatever and use whatever um, use whatever gasoline they were using to fuel their offense from last year, I could legitimately see the Seahawks and the 49ers giving them a legitimate um, headache in that division. I don't. Think Which shouldn't be the 49ers. Um, they're they're a quarterback away. Uh, would have loved to have seen Trey Lance this year. Uh, I, you know, that, that was one of the biggest hurts of the season so far. Um, the Seahawks, I, I don't know what you're talking about things in the water. What did Geno Smith do in this off season? Did he hang out with Brady and do the, you know, infused avocado, whatever the hell is going on over there. But, um, is Geno looking like a starting quarterback? Um, I'm going to say what I think is an unpopular opinion, but I think Gino was always a decent to top, like decent to good tier quarterback. The problem was early in his career, he was on the Jets and not just any Jets, 
The Jets that were realizing that Mark Sanchez was a bad idea, Jets. We're talking <laughs> Mark Sanchez in his third year where he has to take more of the reins of the offense. And they brought Gino in to be his competition. Now, Gino broke his jaw, I think, in the preseason. And that fucked up a lot of things for him. However, he's been riding the bench. He's been a backup on multiple teams now. And he's had, I think, a chance to really learn his mistakes and understand and really get the quarterback position. You know, the development he should have had. I think Gino is... If Gino keeps playing well, I think Gino might be legit. Do uh, you think he's the going forward option for the Seahawks? Um, maybe, maybe not. I think it's. Uh, I think that's really up to Pete Carroll, who a lot of people said should have been fired after last year. I think Pete Carroll is. That that's up to a personal opinion, I think. Uh, but he won a super. He went to two Super Bowls in a past football age, so it's going to take forever to get rid of him. He would have to go 0 and 16, I think, for the Seahawks to even consider it. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, we spent all this time on the Seahawks just there. I do want to talk about the Cardinals. Uh, what? 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 What is this? I, I'm starting to not like Kyler Murray. I think we all raised hell about that study contract clause that was in his contract. Now, I'm not going to excuse Cliff Kingsbury. I don't think Cliff Kingsbury is a good coach, but I don't think Kyler is as good as people think he is. And I think when you put a clause into someone's contract that's like, oh, you have to study X amount of film per week, there's usually a good reason for doing it. Yeah, and, and yeah. I think we're all realizing that now because Kyler is their entire offense. and I, But D-Hop does come back this week, so maybe, maybe not. Uh, I do know James Conner is out. He's hurt. But I just I don't think Kyler is as good as people advertise. And, or I mean, and when, you, when you have, you know, Zach Ertz in tight end, and, you know, I might be a little bit of a bias there showing. I love Zach Ertz in the tight end position. You got Hollywood Brown, who I think is okay. You know, he aight, right? In, uh, AJ Green is there. He doesn't get any attention or love. Uh, has he lost a step? Maybe. Maybe I'm looking at, you know, looking through rose-colored glasses at AJ Green. But, you know, there's some weapons here. There are some things in place. And this is not a uh, – and notice all this time, this is, has not been a referendum. I was a big Kyler supporter coming – into the draft and into the league because everybody, all the talking heads are saying, you know, about height, you know, quarterbacks have to be tall and he's proved that you do not have to be. And I love that, but maybe you're just not, you know, that great. He seems frantic in the pocket and I am not a fan. Yeah, I feel that. Um, it's, I think Arizona's going to have some lean years ahead. I was almost about to suggest they could bring back Larry Fitzgerald, but he said he doesn't want to do that. And I'm like, which is sad. Wish he got a, wish he got a, wish he got a Super Bowl, but fuck you, I Pittsburgh. wish he got a Super Bowl. Fuck you, Pittsburgh. You don't need another Super Bowl. <laughs> I say um, that. I say that, and we got all six of ours with one quarterback. So. <laughs> Was it was that the Cardinals that the the Steelers won it with that 
miraculous catch in the in the corner of the end zone. Yeah, the Pittsburgh beat two bird teams in the Super Bowl, the Cardinals and the Seahawks. Um, I think the well, they haven't beaten the Falcons and they haven't beat the Eagles. And the, by the way, if the, the Steelers and the Eagles ever played in the Super Bowl, no Pennsylvania one, will blow up. Oh, no one outside of Pennsylvania would watch that. <laughs> Pennsylvania will literally erupt into flames. Even the Amish would go, y'all need to calm the fuck down. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Now, we, uh, we were talking about what's going on in the water up in New York. And Buffalo, KC, which honestly, game of the week. Let's be real here. Buffalo ekes it out in Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes making the game ceiling pick, I believe, or throwing the yes. game ceiling pick, which, I mean, the KC offense is a bit leaner, right, than previous years. They're having to use freaking Juju Smith Schuster, of all people. I think Juju is a solid mid tier wide receiver. I don't think he's great. But Buffalo, uh, Buffalo definitely looks legit. I will say that. Yeah, yeah, Buffalo's definitely legit. It's a lot of people's uh, pick to win it all this year, the team to win it all, and I haven't really seen anything to kind of refute that. Um, uh, we could talk about my pick to win it all at the beginning of the year here soon, but I don't want to embarrass myself. I, you know, Patrick Mahomes looked human uh, in this game, but you know, which is which is wild because looking at the stat line, he's pretty on par with uh, Josh Allen, right? Both had 40 attempts. Both had about 25. I think uh, Patrick had 25 completions. Josh Allen had 27. Uh, Patrick had more yards, but I think it was like 10 or so more yards, so it's negligible. But he did have those two interceptions, which makes uh, makes the major difference, whereas Josh Allen uh, had just three touchdowns. So that that's awesome, and um, he runs too much. I think Josh Allen still runs too much, but he's he's young and brass. But one one unfortunate hit would derail the entire Bills season, and I do not want to see that happen. Part of me would want to see what happened just to see who steps into that power vacuum. Probably the Chiefs. Um, Probably the Chiefs. But. <laughs> um, yeah, as long as Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are on the same team, I think the Chiefs are going to be just fine. And, hey, more respect to McCole Hardman. I I really like him. I I really, really like him. Yeah, they also have uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I didn't realize he was on their team. He had three targets, no catches. Uh, Juju, caught, yeah. Juju actually caught all of the targets that he had this past week, so... That being said, Travis Kelsey is honestly single-handedly helping me win in the fantasy league I'm in with you. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised no one picked him up. Uh, yeah, Josh Allen's looking great. I'm hoping we at least split the games with the Bills as a Patriots fan. I know it probably won't happen, but uh, it was a great game. Uh, we'll, it's kind of, I love those games that kind of come down to the wire like that, and that one definitely definitely did in a good good way. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it was a really good game. Uh, I'm not going to overreact and say that the Chiefs are over. The Chiefs are always going to be the Chiefs. Their defense has always been a bit of the liability on that team. And even still, they weren't bad. Now, in the game, I know you definitely want to talk about. Uh, I'm looking just at the stats for this. A 20-3 to lead before a half. Do you, want to so, just, do you want to just take us through this in the, in the mind of an Eagles fan? So watching this, uh, watching this game in uh, Chris Collins' verse, um, you know, awesome. Yeah, cool, fun. But he uh, actually brought up that, that little stat, and I, I normally – dislike you know those kind of one-off stats it's like oh this is the first time this has happened in the month of october while two teams are playing in weather that is uh above 50 degrees but less than 65 uh, shenanigans man like get I'm, I'm over that i don't like those kind of niche uh stats but they brought up that the eagles this year have had the most second quarter points in a six game split in history not not necessarily six games to start the year just a six game split and that has been our mo this year which is actually a little bit scary we come out in the second quarter light it up and then just kind of ride the wave back down um throughout the end of the game and back in week two that almost or week one excuse me that almost bit us when the lions decided to come roaring back pun intended and uh, that's, you know, that's just what we do. Second quarter, all things go. Nick Sirianni, I guess he just has a second quarter plan, and it goes from there. One, um, and I'm going to save this for State of the Franchise, but um, I am very happy we beat the Cowboys because I cannot stand to hear Cowboys fans if we had lost that game. I just want to say, I said it last week to a Rams fan, who I work with, and I'll say it this week. How about them Cowboys? Uh, let's put it this way. I'm, as a Patriots fan, I know we get shit on them a lot because it's like, oh, you guys are like... Let's put it this way. As a Patriots fan, I have two teams that I hate the most, and one is the Cowboys, the other is the Steelers. And... I don't even hate teams in my own division this much because we've beaten them so many times. I'm just like, I'm happy that you guys are finally doing well. Oh, but disgusting. Just, but just <clears throat> fuck the Cowboys. And now to, like, the weirdest game this week. Well, hold on. I just want to stay on there for one second because we got to talk about them, boys. Do you think that Sunday night's game – solidified Dak getting his job back for sure next week when he comes back. I think Dak was the only reason they were doing as well as they were. And, like, like let's, look, let's look at who they beat, first of all, right? Well, I'm about to say, you can't, you can't necessarily say that when they were uh, 4-0 without him. 3-1. Uh, well, Dak started that first game. Oh, yeah, he did get injured in that. Uh, you know, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say I don't. I don't think that it was. 
I think Dak is, and this is, you, you can call me whatever you want to at this. I think I don't think he's as good as people say he is, but like he's well above the so-called Dalton line for quarterbacks. Like he's good enough to justify being paid and justify being the starter because it will be a very hard to find a starter who's better than Dak. That being said, I think at best he's a B plus A minus player that will probably get as far as Tony Romo did in the playoffs. I don't see him ever getting to a Super Bowl. If he does, oh god, I don't think I could endure that off season with all the Cowboys fans. Honestly, no, it's gonna that's gonna be a time to move to Canada. But um, I think that could primarily because the Cowboys defense is actually pretty. Gary, uh, I I think it might be an ongoing thing where every week I'm just going to mention Micah Parsons because that he is he is a monster. Now, yes, I love Philly's game plan against him. Put him on an island and have him choose his own fate, uh, which worked really well. But you had mentioned bringing up um, Dallas's schedule. I did want to go through that real quick. Uh, losing horrifically week one against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's um, pretty solid. The win against Cincinnati when they did not know what was going on in Cincinnati. Um, they beat the Giants, who you just kind of called really good uh, a moment ago. So that's definitely something. Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, you know, we don't have to talk about them beating the Commanders. They're pretty bad. Uh, no, I, I have some Commanders friends, um, and we they're feeling you, miserable right love, now. And they're feeling you, miserable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, beating the Rams was another just kind of surprise. I didn't expect that one to happen. And they have Detroit next week, which once again, is Detroit good? Because I think Detroit's good. I think Detroit will run through a wall to beat the Cowboys. Uh, but I don't, I don't, what, a wall called Micah Parsons? Yeah, don't, don't, don't run into that wall. Um, admittedly, I, I think the Lions are much better than their their record anticipates, but their record shows, sorry. But, uh, yeah, I, the Cowboys are good. I will admit that, but I don't think they're top tier good. They're definitely, like, they will, make the, uh, they will make the wild card and put the rest of the NFL on notice, worrying that they'll make a run, but I don't think they're going to be good to make too deep of a playoff run. Yeah. And then lastly, Broncos country. Let's ride. Ride straight down to hell because Jesus Christ, what the <laughs> fuck happened? Okay, so I've been Take hearing... Denver off of prime time, please. I'm tired of it. I am tired of it. Uh, please take the Cowboys off of prime time while you're doing that. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm looking at Denver. And I'm just wondering, first of all, Nathaniel Hackett is, in fact, a hack. But also, I keep hearing these stories about, like, the Russell Wilson's team, former teammates are like, yeah, no, he was a shitty leader. And so I'm wondering now, is it Russell? Is it Nathaniel Hackett uh, coasting off of a... Uh, Coasting off of the fact that he was like, I may got a good season out of Aaron Rodgers. Like uh, like Adam Gase was like, I got good seasons out of Peyton Manning. That's a wonderful voice you do. I, I mean, thank you. Uh, first of all, Peyton Manning was the offensive coordinator 
and the head coach for those Bronco teams. Yes. Let's be real here. Adam Gates and, was just like, I, I did no work. Reward me with a, high, a head coach position. And someone was like, yeah, you know what? That sounds like a good idea. And, you know, Denver, or excuse me, Russell Wilson, uh, yeah, I guess he didn't have to be a leader for a lot of those years in Seattle because the Legion of Boom, you know, was there. Uh, Earl Thomas, um, Richard Sherman. Y'all, when you, when you have prime Marshawn Lynch, I think you could put anyone handing the ball off to him, and you'll be fine because you have you Marshawn. Know, you, know what you, you know what you really do when you have prime Marshawn Lynch? You run the ball on the one-yard line in the Super Bowl. I'm so happy they didn't. But here's the thing. Actually, <laughs> a quick aside. Uh, what people don't realize is Marshawn was actually in that game. He was one for six and getting a touchdown from the red zone. So even if they did, I think the Patriots still stopped them. I mean, we can only have that in the what-if machine now, but... We might have to go over some what-if scenarios in, in the postseason between, you know, the end of the NFL season and the start of the XFL or whatever the fuck is happening in the spring. But, uh, yeah. But I, we can't get too far off because I'm not done with this. Denver, what in the world? Now, Denver's defense, I am in love with right now. I am, I like what they, I'm seeing from their defense. I think they've only given up more than 20 points, maybe once, maybe twice this year of giving up more than 20 points. Other than that, they've been holding people much, uh, you know, their just offense just cannot get anything going. You know what surprised me about this game? And this is definitely a Woe Wednesday kind of thing. What surprised me, J.C. Jackson was playing awful. He was on my team last year with the Patriots, and he was like the whole reason that the defense was good. <laughs> and to see he's not playing well. Now, admittedly, he's coming off a foot injury, but to see him not playing well makes me legitimately kind of sad. I like him. I, I think he's a cool dude. I think he plays very well. He very like he, he. I think when he's at his best or when he's not playing injured, he's definitely like a you can put him on an island guy. Like there's yeah. ja- Jackson Island was definitely a thing in the Patriots defense. It was never a thing, and um, but and sure. Now we have to go to who I predicted in the beginning of the of the year as my Super Bowl contender, the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, one, still should be in San Diego. I will stand by that until the cows come home. Oh, I'll but stand by you with two, that. <laughs> two, what is, what is happening in Charger land? Well, you see, the, uh, the lesser Los Angeles team um, I think it's just they're really banged up at the moment. From everything I've seen, they're very banged up. They're very hurt. Um, a lot of a lot of them are playing. Oh, I just I just decided to click on to NFL.com. Evidently, Deshaun Jackson is signing with the Ravens. Um, first of all. Oh well, hey, uh, that is that is a major breaking news coming into the uh, on the desk right now. Um, 
Deshaun Jackson going to Baltimore. I like that. Oh, yeah. Um, but I just, I'm not, I think, I don't think the Broncos were the, I think the chart, I don't think the chart, I think the Chargers are always going to be one of those teams that tricks you. If they, if they make it to like the, the conference title game, it's like, oh, they might win it. No, they're not. The, the, the Chargers were, are a good team, but they're one of those, like, they will play second fiddle for the, like their entire existence kind of teams. They made one Super Bowl. That's all they get. Yeah, but you know now they have the thing. And one, please give them a, give Herbert a prime receiver. Right? You know, looking at um, uh, Jalen Hurts. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Give him a give him a good receiver. Right? Give him or at least two. Like looking at um. I mean, they have uh, Jalen Hurts as as an example. Who, who else do they have? Yeah, tell me, please. Keenan Keenan Allen when Keenan Allen is healthy. Has Which Keenan Allen never, played this year? I don't. Th- I I think he played like the first. I picked Mike Williams in our fantasy league because I was like, Keenan Allen's gonna get hurt and Mike Williams is gonna be the guy. <laughs> like, all right, I I you know that, that's actually sad of me that I actually forgot about Keenan Allen. So. It's okay. When Everyone when he's back, <laughs> when he's back, is is that is that is that a saying. thing? Are, are we are we are we calling that a, a solid? I think Keenan Allen gets back. They, they they also need like I think they never really got their Antonio Gates replacement, and so that like you have in this modern NFL, you really need a good tight end, and they don't really have that. At least to not my, not my knowledge. I don't I don't know the Chargers team very well, but I don't. I mean, I can list all their tight ends right now, and you would have no idea what any of these people I know, are. Uh, Gerald Everett played on the Browns. No, wait, he played on the Rams um, a couple of years ago. That's the only one I know. Yeah, and if the best I know you of is that you played on a different team a while ago, I'm going to go ahead and call that a, 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 a no need. I know I did a, like, a, I forget what Madden it was. I think it was Madden 2018, 2019, um, that uh, I did a Rams rebuild. And Gerald Everett was like my guy to throw to in that. Besides Brandon Cooks, no, no, Sammy. Back when they had Sammy Watkins, um, but yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, I, Gerald Everett's kind of forgettable. Isn't Donald Parham also a tight end? And also forgettable. And how did this game go to overtime? Um... How did this game go to overtime? How did both teams not able to do anything in overtime? The Chargers couldn't do anything because the Denver defense is pretty good. Denver couldn't do anything because Denver's offense is just bad. It was a – I'm actually very tired of seeing Denver in primetime. I think they get the primetime slot because of the time difference, but that's just my theory. I mean that that does make sense. It's it's valid. It's definitely valid. But like, you know, I don't care. You know what the Broncos are to me? The Broncos are like a supercharged version of the Panthers. A really good defense, a really shitty offense, 
but they're somehow being carried more by their defense than literally anything else. I'm sorry, did you just say that the Panthers have a really good defense? The Panthers have a good defense. It's just out on the field for too long, and it's injured to shit right now. They haven't given up less than... They, 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 they constantly give up more than 20 points every game. Minus the Giants, where they gave up 19. Whoop de freaking do. I mean, you, but, you have a point. The, the Broncos have only given up 99 points, which the Bills have given up 81. Looking at uh, the, the 49ers have only given up 89 points. Uh, there's not that many teams are still double-digit double points against. The Texans are only given up 99 points this year. Uh, Cowboys have only given up 98. Uh, let's see who else. The Texans have only given up 99 points. Yeah, that's actually pretty good, which is weird. Well, the Texans also didn't play this week, so... Yeah, they, yeah that's weird to say, but they didn't. They were so... So, you gotta, you gotta remember that, you know, they're, they're also a week behind on this. They, they, yeah, true, true. <laughs> they're so insignificant that we didn't even realize they didn't play this week. <laughs> I'm sorry, Texans fans, but I had to do it to them. I'm not because you know they even know that they're in the hardest of hard rebuilds for for the time since they've come into the league. I think the AFC South is just in a perpetual state of rebuild. <laughs> um. All right, division leaders. Right? Who do you have coming out of every division? Um, actually, give me one second. Alright, so, looking at, uh, like, kind of my prediction for the playoffs, uh, Bills are the one seed, uh, Chiefs are the two seed, uh, who's the three seed? Bengals are the three seed, I don't want to say Titans are the four seed. I really, honestly, I just don't want to, like, give any credit to any of the AFC South. Like, it, it, can, can we just do that? Is that is that possible? Can we just, like, give them a buy for literally the entirety of the uh, playoffs? Because I don't think any of these teams deserve to make the playoffs. The only team in the entire AFC South who has a positive net points is the Jaguars. That's absolutely fantastic, and I, I love every moment of that. Um, I The only reason I'm, I'm calling the ASC South something this year is because I want the Jaguars to win it. I want the Jaguars to win it. Do I think they will? <laughs> but I, I want them to win it because... I like, you know, I, I just like it. I think it's fun. Okay. Uh, we'll say Jaguars are the fourth seed. I say Chargers are the fifth seed. And, you know, I'm going to be wacky here, and I'm going to say the Patriots are the sixth seed and the Jets are the seventh seed, though those last two could be probably switched around. I thought the AFC West would be more competitive this year. In fact, I think I you could – remember me just absolutely hyping up the hell out of the AFC West. I remember you were, you were, and I said it once, I'll say it again, I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. 
I cannot stand the Raiders. Raiders. I I want nothing but misery for that fan base. I I I I did not like them when they moved. I or starting off, I did not like them when they took up John Gruden. Didn't like him, uh, and ever since then, I just couldn't stand anything that he was even affiliated with. Part of the reason I still don't like Tampa Bay. Um, I didn't like the Raiders. I don't like the Raiders. Didn't like when they moved. So them being one and four right now is actually chef's kiss to me. Um, But the rest of the division, yeah, I. I will admit, I, I drank a little bit of the Kool-Aid as well. I thought that was going to be a solid three-horse race. And looking at it, it still kind of is, weirdly enough. Just not the everyone being, everyone, you know, world-beating and only losing to themselves, uh, if applicable. Hey, it's it's something it's something crazy. But, uh, you know, just give, give me, give, give your list one more time, your, your, your seats. Um, the first seed is the Bills. The second seed is the Chiefs. The third seed is the Bengals. The fourth seed is the Jags. The fifth seed would probably be the Chargers. The sixth seed would be either the Jets or the Patriots. And the seventh seed would be either the Jets or the Patriots. So you have Baltimore as a, as a, they're not, you don't have to make in the playoffs. I, I know this is Whoa Wednesday, but my goodness. I, I'm not high, as high on the Ravens. As I know you're a fan of the Ravens, and you might be offended that I didn't include them. I don't. I don't think. I think first of all, your your your, your defense is injured to shit, and I think the Bengals are just. And they do not team. have confidence. And I don't think Lamar is as good as people think Lamar is. Like he's Whoa. good. I think he's good, but I he needs more than a tight end to throw to. In fact, he just needs to learn to throw. Hashtag Deshaun Jackson's coming. Yeah, you're right. I mean, pretty much Deshaun. It, it's going to be Michael Vick and Philly all over again. Where, what's the, okay, Michael, what's the game plan? I'm going to throw it deep to Jeremy Macklin and Deshaun Jackson. That was the entire, and Brent Selleck. I loved that Eagles team because what I would do is I'd play them with the, uh, <laughs> I'd play them with the Colts playbook, and I oh got I forget what Madden. I think it was Madden 25. Um, I would play them with the Colts playbook, and I'd just run all over the field with Vic and just throw it to Macklin and Deshaun. Did Even, you say Madden 25? Are you in the future? Uh, it was the 25th anniversary of Madden. It's called Madden 25. Oh, shucks, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it completely throws off the numbering and everything. I forgot about that one. You know, you know what's even funnier is that Kevin Kolb is actually the starting quarterback for the Eagles in that game. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you have to actually swap in Michael Vick. And even funnier, I think, again, I forget which Madden. I want to say it's Madden 17, where Vick is in the game, but he's a free agent because he was, it was like the last year of his thing. I was playing a rebuild Browns team. And what I did was I would have Josh McCown start the game. And I would have Michael Vick play uh, play after the um, halftime. It was always interesting because we would get points just based on the fact that they could only really prepare for one quarterback. So, but yeah, looking big, at big brain play in Madden. 
uh, both of them would like retire after one season, so I'd have to completely rebuild the offense. But it was worth it for memes. Okay, so what is your what what is your AFC playoff picture look like right now? My AFC playoff picture is um, I'm right there with you. I do have Buffalo uh, taking the number one seed, uh, KC with that number two. Um, I think I have Baltimore um, taking the three seed, and I'm gonna say it. I think I have Indy. I think I have Indy winning that division. I, as I said, I want Jacksonville, but I think I have Indy winning that division. Well, that, uh, that, that is fair. I mean, if if that defense can pull Matt Ryan's withered corpse to a playoff <laughs> appearance, that'll be one of the greatest miracles in modern football. And then I I have the Dolphins. I have the 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 Bengals as of now. I'm waiting to see if the Browns can possibly 500 when Deshaun comes back and if he you know is in shape and can be the world beater. I, I and it might be open when we revisit this towards you know week 13, week 14. That might change, but as of now, still the Bengals. And then I have the Jags squeaking in. You don't even have, I have the, the, you don't even have the Chargers who are four and two making the playoffs. I do not believe in them right now. I my feelings are hurt. I'm going to strictly say my feelings are hurt. Being realistic, they probably should, but that division I think is just going to beat each other up, and I only think only one will will find its way through. Okay. Uh, looking at the NFC, I think we can all agree. For right now, I'm Eagles are the first seed. Second seed, Vikings. Third seed, the Bucks. Actually, I could see the Bucks going second seed. The Vikings, third seed. The Seahawks is the fourth seed. The Rams Whoa! is the fourth seed. The, actually, no. The Giants is the fifth seed. The Rams is the sixth seed. And the Cowboys is the seventh seed, even though I really didn't want to include the Cowboys. Yeah, I had the Seahawks I, winning the West. What about that? That was my giant woe in the background. The Seahawks winning the I mean, if Geno continues to do whatever this is that's happening out there in Seattle, I I I don't honestly disagree with it. I I I, I don't. Um Jimmy G is untrustworthy. The Rams are too top heavy. Um in regards to the NFC South, moving on, the NFC North, you know, the Packers haven't been able to figure it out. The Bears are the Bears. And the Lions, Jared Goff is still a liability. I, I, I you know, that is that is what's being said. So I think you may I would know. love to see the you know three teams from my division obviously with the eagles leading the way and the other two losing immediately um <laughs> so yeah i guess i guess i guess i i don't disagree with your list there yeah I, I i thought the lions would sneak into the playoffs this year i legitimately did i still think they can but it'd be one hell of a winning streak and they'd be very improbable yeah they're definitely going to have to do something 
crazy. They started off that they started off looking really, really nice. Uh, almost coming back against the Eagles, having a, a solid shootout and beating the Commanders. But then we realized the Commanders aren't all that good. Being mad close with the Vikings, being mad close with the Seahawks in that ultimate of a shootout. Um, you know, it's it, you know the schedule. I think is a bit of a lie because, or sorry, their record. I believe is a bit of a lie because they have been very close. What um, within three, within uh, three, within four. Uh, then obviously the Patriots happen, but <laughs> we're not. <laughs> I'm just gonna say right now we're not apologizing. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a, it's a bit it's a bit interesting there. It's a bit All right. interesting. All right, so. State of the franchise. Do you do you want to go? Do you want to go AFC first or NFC first for state of the franchise? Because you have an an NFC team. Oh yeah, the Panthers. Derp. Um, <laughs> we don't talk about. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, let's go AFC first. All right, AFC. Uh, the Patriots are going to make the playoffs. Uh, you knew it was coming. Um, we all we needed oh, was man. September to warm up. And a little bit of October. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, the Patriots are doing bad." I'm gonna, I'm, I'm completely overreacting. Let me, let me have this for a, a brief moment. You get two weeks of it. You get two weeks. Enjoy it. Okay, so we, we always have a eh, kind of September. With it's been a thing for like the past five or so years. And even I'll doubt the team because I'm just like, "Oh fuck, here it goes again." Um, I remember. Oh shit! Here we go again. That really, really bad 2020 season where we thought Cam would. No, we don't talk about it. I don't want to think about it. Um, I'll, I'll get over it in therapy, but I don't want to get over it today. Um, <laughs> I think I think we could legitimately make the playoffs as the six or seven seed. Do I think we are going to beat Buffalo and retake the East? No. I'm realist. I'm looking realistic here. I think we will be able to make the. I legitimately do think we will be able to make the playoffs as a wild card team. I'm happy with Bailey Zap. In fact, so getting into that whole QB situation, I think Bailey should continue to start until he is just sucks, or until like. The coaches are just like, you know what? He's looking bad. Let's get him out of there. Bailey's looking good. He's showing poise. Like, that was something that the radio announcers in New England kept saying. He he's looks very poised. He looks like he's in control of the offense. He looks like he knows what he's doing. He, he's slinging him in there. He's, you know, got good timing, good touch. He knows when to kind of just put it out there, when to kind of check it down. And that combined with the fact that Ramondre Stevenson might be the most underrated running back in the entire league right now. I think the Patriots can definitely make the playoffs this year and will definitely make the playoffs this year. That is atrocious. All I'm going to say is the rumors of my death 
were vastly exaggerated. First and foremost, is it Zap or Zappy? I've Z heard both ways. It's Zappy. Okay, so <clears throat> I can also make Excuse Zap. Br I can make Zap Brannigan jokes now. So, <laughs> so Zap E. Yeah, he's out here completing about 70% of his passes. Uh, only has, what I think, only one turnover on the year. Um, okay, right? But having him over, you have him over Mac Jones? For now, I think you, it's one of those things you always want to play the hot hand. And Bailey Zappi right now is the high hand. You want to play him. You want to just, like, let's keep rolling it and let's see where he goes. Um, honestly, yes. do, you want, do you want your other hand to cool off? I, I mean, Max seemed like he was pretty cold coming into the year. I'm going to keep it real, dude. Like, the offense was just – offense felt very sluggish behind him. And, yeah, I know I said that we, we take a couple of weeks to heat up. But the offense just felt like it was in quicksand. And it, he just, Max just kept getting frustrated and making bad throws. Um, and I think we beat what people would at least think is that a really good Browns team. I mean, Miles Garrett played pretty decently. Like, let's look at this. Like, the last two minutes of the half, Bailey Zappi is 4 for 4 for 46 yards, 11 and a half average. So he's, he's playing good in crunch situations. And just looking at his overall stats, like 24 for 34 for 309 uh, for two tutties. I mean, that's pretty good. And 17 for 21 for 188 in the game, the win over the Lions with a touchdown. When that game was more of Ramondre Stevenson leading the way because they were just kind of trying to test the waters and see how he was doing. I think if Bailey was in that game against the Packers, we would have won that game against the Packers. That's crazy. Now, I give, I give Zappy some credit, but, you know, teams don't have film on them. The more you play, the more they're going to have film on you, the more they're going to update, you know, their game plan against you. You got a whole film on Mac last year to be able to prepare for them. Um, you know, that's the reason why a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of uh, especially backups or specifically third stringers in this situation kind of have a little bit of a spark uh, coming in you know, in the, in these situations, but I, I'm, I'm not going to bet the farm on Bailey Zappi. Uh, if he continues to play in the next like two, three weeks, uh, I think it's going to, teams are going to start to recognize him a little bit. Okay. I, I can respect uh, that, but looking, looking at the Ravens, cause I, I don't like, I, I think the Ravens, there's pieces there, but, then this might be the old school of me, but I prefer more of a like pocket passer kind of quarterback, and that's biased because as a Patriots fan, we had one when Brady ran; it was kind of the moment of the game. Um, 
but it was horrifying to watch. I mean, he juked out Brian Urlacher. I think that was probably the greatest play of his entire career. <laughs> but on that on that note, man, in the same way that I am a bit old school and repressing the West Coast offense, but the evidence is there that it works. A dual threat quarterback is something that it's coming. You know, it works. And uh, kind of a peeve of mine is when Lamar does it or, you know, when Vic did it. And even sometimes now when Jalen, Jalen Hurts does it, you know, it's like, oh, quarterback needs to needs to stand there, needs to be that guy, right? All the running around and stuff, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, quarterbacks are all doing it the the Patrick Mahomes you know when he's scrambling around it's you know it, it's something different when Josh Allen is is running we you know we talked about it when we kind of highlighted their game of Josh Allen uh having leading his team and rushing rush attempts not only just rush yards rush attempts um so you know, can't have your cake and eat it too in the situation. The mobile quarterback, or excuse me, the dual threat quarterback, is going to be the new standard, and you just gotta gotta get gotta get with the times, man. I'm gonna have my old man yells at cloud moment probably later this year about that. But God, I say that and I'm only 25. <laughs> but. Um... <laughs> I, I say that, and as a Panthers fan, we had Cam for like the Ooh, longest time. Took you time. to a Super Bowl. Yeah, we don't talk about that Super Bowl. He took you there. Hey, an appearance it. is better than most. We don't talk about it. Um, but in I, regards I, I, to state of the franchise, to to can you know actually talk about the team itself, I am concerned about John Harbaugh. I don't know. I like him. I like him as a coach. I don't know him as a person. I like him as a coach. Um, you know, is it a bit stagnant there in Baltimore? What's going on? But you need to bring in somebody to revitalize that defense. Uh, not necessarily a player, but uh, bringing in a uh, maybe a coach, maybe something. I think the loss of Matthew Judon hurt a lot um, Thank because Thank you, you know that. Marlon Humphrey is pretty good out there in the corners. I think their secondary is okay, but there's absolutely no pressure. Um, and you know when we talk about the Ravens' defense of old, yeah, you know Ed Reed was the guy in the secondary, but you had Ray Lewis, you had Terrell Suggs, you had Haloti Nada. You know, those guys clogging up the middle and just making it a bad time for the run, putting pressure in the quarterback's face. Uh, You don't see that in Baltimore right now. And... uh, Well, didn't you guys also get rid of Wink Martindale? Like, he was your DC, and he just went off to the Giants, right? It wasn't... uh, I'm going to just... I love hearing just the keyboard clack in the background. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm just looking real quick. Uh, yeah, he was y'all's, um, he was y'all's DC from 2018 to 2021. 20, uh, so, I don't know why y'all let him walk, but 
we bring like Mike McDonald back, um, you know, and that's one of those things. He was a part of John Harbaugh, you know, the good old boys club with this and him and John Harbaugh. And I think that is a mistake. I, well, how about this? Why don't fire John and hire his brother, Jim? His, I, I love the Jim Harbaugh 49ers. Those were good teams. And those were uh, fun teams to watch. Yeah, and as a as a guy who never really liked, I'm not gonna say never really liked college football, just never you know truly followed it as in depth as a as a lot of people do, and I you know, I love to see it. And it's just I'm I'm a casual college fan, and it's one of those things when I was like 13, I saw a Michigan game and was just like, yep, I like them. Um, but and then he went to Michigan, and I was like, hey, that's awesome, and. You know, hey, he's, he's doing all right, but I don't know. The Harbaugh's. But then I, you have to ask, your, ask yourself, what's better, right? What, what will be better? Um, I don't think Lamar is the issue. I, I like Lamar a lot, as I said. I think he needs, you know, he's up there with this echelon of quarterbacks that are getting this recognition. Uh, if Kyler can get it, Lamar deserves it, right? Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't think Lamar needs to have a clause in his contract that makes him watch film. I think Lamar, right. Lamar, Lamar is a good player and a good quarterback. I just I, when when it's a but I think it's the thing of the floor is very low but the ceiling is very high. When Lamar has a bad day, it's a bad day. But when Lamar has a good day, which is usually most of the time, it's a great day and he's. Fucking throw it, slinging it. He's throw, running the rock. He's handing it off. He's doing all the things that a quarterback needs to do to be successful. And I think Lamar can be successful. Um, I just, just as an outsider looking at the Ravens, um, I don't think he needs the world's biggest contract because then they're not going to be able to afford anyone to play with him. And that, that's just a pet peeve of mine when these like the skill positions and quarterbacks are like i gotta have the world's biggest contract and then are do shocked pikachu face when they're like wait why can't you afford anyone for me to throw to and or hand the ball off to so so you want to switch over to the nfc because i i can feel like you tugging at the ring you really want to talk about those six and oh eagles (laughs) um Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, I, the, the kid in me wants to scream 16-0 and 0 and talk Super Bowl, at, or 17-0, excuse me, and say, you know, we're going to win a Super Bowl. I, I can't. I can't bring myself to do that. It is strongly, simply, and only... I, I think we can take first place I am more and more impressed with Jalen and but I still want to see more I'm not trying to move the goalposts on him right my goalposts have always been fairly far away I refuse to get super excited about a quarterback anymore um, as I look at my Carson Wentz jersey in the closet right now Um, (laughs) but uh, I I'm loving what I'm seeing I, I love the the jump from the year that he did, you know, everyone 
with you. I, I refuse to speak in the offseason. We got A.J. Brown, uh, the draft of uh, Jordan Davis. You know, I I loved it. I refuse to speak on it, refuse to kind of get my hopes up. But my goodness, every week my hopes are going more and more up. I just wish we can keep that flame going into the second half that we have in the second quarter. And that that will make me feel much better about about the Eagles. Yeah, definitely. Y'all are playing good, solid football. And good, solid football more often than not translates into wins. Um, do you think over under, over being 10 plus wins, under being less than 10 wins before your first loss? Oh, well, before I thought you were saying, you know, were we going to just be over 10? I was going to say, well, I mean, Chuck's we're over, we're over halfway there right now. Um, we're looking at the Eagles' upcoming schedule, right? We have, um, we, we're going into a bye now, which is lovely. Um, and then we come back against Pittsburgh, then Houston, then the Commodores up until week 10, and that will take us to week 10. Um, I think those are all very winnable games. Both Washington and Pittsburgh are both in the link. We do phenomenally always better at home than away, uh, and away at the Texans. Now, don't sleep on them, right? Don't, don't sleep on them at all. But I don't know. And then even after Washington is the commander, uh, sorry, there's the Colts, the Packs, and then the tight, the schedule is not hard. And they said that going into the, into the year, we do not have uh, we did not have one of the hardest schedules. Um, you know, the, the, the quick to judge the whoa Wednesday part of me says that it's going to be a very good shot to go 17 and zero, but I won't do that. I, I think, I, I guess I will take the over. I, I guess I will take the over, and I think our first loss will might be either Green Bay or Tennessee. I will say this: that with the adding one week to the schedule, one thing that is very nice to my kind of OCD brain: if you go fully undefeated, it's 20 and 0. Because you have yeah. all the games in the regular season, the divisional, the conference, and the Super Bowl. It's a nice, solid 20-0. Yeah, I do like that. Uh, Panthers, all I'm going to say is it's going to be a long year. It's going to be such a long year. But We're going 18-1 and one, to continue your point there. Hmm. We don't, we don't talk about it. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to remember that. That that, that traumatized me as a child. Um, that sounds very privileged, but I was very traumatized. <laughs> yeah, uh, I could speak to a couple fan bases who would be a okay with an eighteen and one, you know, year just to see their their team's name on the on on that Super Bowl uh, marquee. You know, some people. Hashtag my Washington friends. Hi, J-Mo. Would be actually okay with that. I mean, I think the Washington Commanders will go to the Super Bowl when Dan Snyder sells the team. But but we're going to talk about the Panthers. Uh, Panthers, it's going to be a top three draft pick kind of year. Do I think they're going to be better next year? Yes, because they'll actually have a good portion of a season to scout out a new coach. 
I don't think they're going to stay with Steve Wilkes. Uh, I think we're going to look and we're going to find someone good. Hey, maybe we can convince Wink, uh, Wink Martindale that he wants to be a head coach, and all of a sudden we will have the best defense in the entire damn league, and the offense still won't be able to score on a hooker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think Baker is a decent quarterback. I think. No! I, I think he's a decent quarterback. Is he the QB of the future for us? No. No! He, <laughs> Baker is a good quarterback. He's oh not a great goodness. quarterback. He's a good quarterback. As long as you can get him rolling out to the right. Do you have him top five? I have him top 20. Top 20? Which isn't saying much. Exactly, dude. Like, that is... He's oh, a good he's yeah. a good stopgap option, which is what he really is. Let's be real here. The Panthers trading away Robbie Anderson for a six round pick. It was kind of weird. I would have gone for at least a fifth or a fourth, but then I realized that Robbie Anderson isn't that great of a receiver, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's kind of been highlighted here. Yeah. So. At this point, it, it, it's rebuilding time, baby, and I'm sad about it. Baker Mayfield is... The funny thing is we have two of the quarterbacks in the same draft class, and both of them are garbage. Yeah. Well, it was, uh, what, Rose, it was Rosen, right? Uh, Darnold. Darnold. Yeah, I, I, I literally have, get those two confused. I want to just say, I have met both Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. I went to a Panthers training camp. I got autographs from both of them. This is back when the Baker hype train was really running through. Mm. Darnold, and I'm just going to say, out of the two of them, who I would prefer to have a beer with would be Darnold. Darnold, much more humble guy, even though he probably knew he was losing his starting job. Much more humble guy. Really cool to talk to. Really liked him. Darnold just is a cool dude to be around. I like Darnold. Baker was kind of an asshole, and I think that could easily get him run out of Carolina. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, you're in the Bible Belt and you get booed? That's crazy. That's That does not happen. I mean, maybe Baker will be the backup for Dak on the Cowboys in a couple of years or something. So... All right, so looking at week seven. I can't believe we're already seven weeks into the freaking It is kind of weird, isn't it? Like, like, this is my favorite part of the year, and I always get sad when it's like, oh, it's already week seven. <laughs> like, football season is best season, but then you remember spring football exists, and we might have to actually watch some spring football. <laughs> so we have something yeah. to do during the spring. I don't know, man. I get you know really big into into hockey um, around that time, and it starts to get into the playoff push. And then by the time the hockey season is over, baseball is midway through, and then I can coast on baseball until it's right back here to being foosball time. So I like I like my schedule pretty well. So you don't you don't do you don't do basketball at all. I'm not a big basketball fan at all, no. Admittedly, I'm not either. When I lived in Memphis, big Grizzlies fan. Now I'm just like, I'll cursorily look at them like, and just check the standings. 
Yeah, check the standings. I'll, I'll watch the you know, you know playoffs, especially you know finals. Might peek into a game or two, and then you see what's going on there. You um, do not need to watch a basketball game until the last five minutes. Like, let's be for real here. You don't need to watch a basketball game until the last five minutes of said game. <laughs> um, so let's getting getting into this Thursday night. About time we have a Thursday night game that I can actually stand to watch. Uh, Saints at Arizona. First of all, it's a Thursday. Thursday night football is an abomination, in my opinion, but that's besides the point. Whoa! Think of how many players get injured on Thursday nights. Yeah, I mean, when you put it like that, but don't, 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 don't damper my style, man. We um, just went on a little thing about how more football is better, and Thursday night, that's, uh, I, 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 I like it, I like I, it. I would prefer two Sunday night primetime games. I feel like that would be a good fix. But Saints, Cardinals, um, we have, I think, this is my opinion, we have the first tank ball of the year. Oh. And so I'm going to pick to win the tank ball because really the winner of the tank ball is the loser of the game because then the loser gets a higher draft pick. I'm going to go to the Saints uh, lose the game, so the Cardinals win, go to three and four, purely because Kyler does some stupid, ridiculous bullshit. Or the, it's in Arizona, so I'm gonna Cardinal. My pick is the Cardinals. D Hop is back. D Hop is back. Yep. Um, he'll be back for like three to four weeks, and then he's injured again. And then he's injured <laughs> because the man uh, is made of glass. I think I'm also going with the cards. Uh, the New Orleans was my kind of sneaky peek, um, sneaky pick coming into this year. I was really looking high on Jameis. I, I liked how he looked last year before the injury. Uh, then he broke my heart. Uh, so far this year, I'm liking, and then now he's also out, I believe, still. So I'm going. I'm going with the cards. I know I just spent. We spent the beginning of the show kind of poo-pooing on Kyler Murray, but just because we think he's slightly overhyped doesn't mean he's not still daggum good. Oh. Um, I do worry about New Orleans's defensive line uh, against him. That could make the big difference. But being in Arizona. D-Hop, I believe, is back. I think I'm leaving it on this. D-Hop back, I'm going Arizona. He not back, I'm going closer, might be the Saints. Okay. All right, so 1 p.m. slot where we got Browns, Ravens. Now, I'm going to humor you, and I'm going to say Ravens here. Uh, Brown, <laughs> I... I think the Browns are down Miles Garrett, if I'm correct. I think Miles Garrett is injured. Ah, I mean, if that's the case, and that's something pretty major, I'm definitely going Baltimore. I. Let's see. I mean, uh, Cleveland's run game. Nick Chubb is a whole adult out here, so that's something special. Um, but I. You guys and, also you have know, Deshaun. Doing... You guys also have Deshaun Jackson to just absolutely bomb that secondary with. 
I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't think he'll be in this week. You know, it's probably a little too short notice. Uh, but I'm. I don't think the Ravens are going to let it happen again. And I know I said that last week, <laughs> but I. I think I'm still. I'm still going Baltimore. All right. We got Bucks Panthers. Uh, That's one, the Bucks. Move on. I. I agree with you. I, I hate to say it, but yeah. Uh, Fal- <laughs> Falcons Bengals the. To determine who is going to be above 500. I am going, I think, do I drink the Kool-Aid? Do I Do I say that Cincinnati's back? I don't know. I actually haven't personally watched a lot of Atlanta this year. I would drink um, the Falcons Kool-Aid, but I would choke on it. <laughs> I'm going Bengals all the way here. I don't think you're going to be welcome in Atlanta anytime soon with those type of jokes. But, yeah, I'm going Cincinnati. I'm actually going to write mine down just so that way I can compare. So that, that was that's Cardinals. Right, uh, I think Ravens. Yeah, we, we can always review the tape so we can see who's very wrong, very right. Bengals. All right. Lions, Cowboys. All right. Lions, Cowboys. I'm going to pick upset of the week. The Lions go into Dallas and upset the Cowboys. I can potentially see that happening. Dak being back might be a little bit rusty. That can cause an issue. Um, you know why I say that? Huh? Because Mike McCarthy is still the freaking head coach of the Cowboys, and the Cowboys will always be awful as long as he's their head coach. I mean, awful at four and two is 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 a, is a good awful to be six games into the season. I'm going the Cowboys. It pains me to say it. But the Lions are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got the 5-1 and one New York football Giants versus the 2-4 and four Hacksonville Hagawars. Who do you have? The Jags. I think the Giants, uh, you know, the mag- some- something has to cut off here. And this is me taking going hat in hand saying i still believe the jags can be a solid team i'm gonna agree with you um as a patriots fan it is my sworn duty to hate the <laughs> even though my coach was their defensive coordinator for many years uh, fuck the giants uh, all right the Fantastic. three two and one colts which that's a nice little record to have at the three and two titans does King Henry is King Henry injured or not? Nah? I think he's fine. I don't I don't recall seeing an injury come across. All I'm gonna say is that Colts defense is going to be running after him a lot. So I'm, but it, it depends on if Ryan Tannehill plays some straight free football. I'm gonna say Titans for that one. I think I'm also saying Titans because I don't believe in the Colts like at all um so I'm, I'm also going titans and and the game that i probably will not watch to be honest with you let's put it this way this is the the colts titans game is going to be the one that like the the cbs broadcast switches to after like the browns ravens game finishes <laughs> they're gonna be like all right i guess we have to show this on tv now <laughs> I, so we got the three and three Packers at the two and four Commanders. Now, before you make your pick, uh, NFL, Packers. 
The NFL.com said, uh, says that Ron Rivera is naming Taylor Heineke as the starter against the Packers. Yes, uh, yeah, I saw that one uh, because Carson Wentz is hurt, uh, to nobody's surprise. But I do hope you get better, right? Uh, broken hand is not something, you know, not something easy. I never wish injury upon anybody. Um, I mean, but it. how, how, it's going to be different wiping his ass this week. That's all I'm going to say. Oh my goodness. But um yeah, I I have the Packers. I you know, Aaron Rodgers, he's the boat, right? I I think, you know, they're slowly putting this thing together and I think it's going to work out well. Um now it would be intriguing if the Commodores, you know, with Heineke uh, and he like puts some spark of you know, revitalizes something and and goes out on a limb. I wouldn't be thoroughly disappointed if i saw that okay. but i don't i don't expect it. i'm still going to pack it'd be funny if we got like 2020 um playoff heineke where he would just like he gets behind and then he just starts bawling out right like absolutely awesome all right so going into the four the 4 p.m slot we have the four and two jesus christ jets at the <laughs> two and four denver donkeys Broncos country. Let's ride. Now, that's not me picking them. I just have to say it every time. I'm going with the Jets. I I am going to be A-OK if the Broncos go 2 and whatever, 2-15, and 15, right? Um, I, I love their defense. I really do. But this offense is painful. I'm going with the Jets. Zach Wilson, he's the guy. <laughs> More like Broncos country. Let's die. Uh, I'm going with the Jets too. As much as I don't want them to su- to succeed, uh, I think the Jets will more than likely. I think they're going to be kind of the team to. They're going to be the team to win here. All right, the one three and one Texans at the one and four. Raiders. Oh my goodness! All right. Um, I, I got. Hey, I have to say this right here. If this is the game that's on TV at four o'clock for me, I'm gonna go outside. Uh, <laughs> I, I I would rather <laughs> touch grass than see either of these teams <laughs> play football. <laughs> if, if if this one could end up in a tie, I would take it. Right? I the one, three, and two Texans. <laughs> fantastic that'd be amazing and, and something phenomenal to talk about next wednesday but i think the raiders are going to win the texans are just bad um but i think it's going to be closer than most people believe because the raiders are not good uh full stop before i continue on a raiders rant here I'm going to say the Texans win. And my justification is this. Lovey, um, I forget his last, Lovey Smith. Smith. Has the Texans playing good, solid, fundamental football. Josh McDaniels, when it comes to head coaching, tends to overthink the hell out of things. So if the Texans can play good, solid, solid fundamental football and just limit the mistakes, limit the damage, I think the Texans could win this one. So I'm going to pick the Texans. All right. Going into, I think, what's going to be an interesting matchup this week, the 3-3 three three Geno Smith Seahawks 
at the four and two Los Angeles Go Chargers. Go. I'm gonna pick the Seahawks because no one in LA gives a flying fuck about football. All right. Well, I disagree with that. LA is starting to uh, gather more and more, mainly the surrounding area of LA, and they're coming in and they're really supporting uh, their Super Bowl champion they're Rams. They're all bandwagoners. And... They're all bandwagoners. They that they are that they are. But um, I am going. Uh, my 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 brain, body, and soul says the Chargers because once again, I did pick them at the start of the year to to win it all, even though I didn't even have to make in the playoffs a little bit earlier. But um, I, I, I foresee them right in the ship. I think Keenan Allen is back this week, uh, and I think that's going to make the difference. I, I, I think the Chargers are going to make it, going to do, they're going to pull a San Diego, and some bad special teams thing's going to happen to them, and the Seahawks are going to win off of that. But hey, they just had the good special teams thing last week, or uh, yeah, last week um, against the Broncos. Maybe, I mean, anything could happen. It's the NFL. This is why you play the games. Uh, we got the four. We got a rematch of the Super Bowl. What two, three years ago now? Uh, the four and two Kansas City Hefes play, uh, at the San Francisco 49ers. I got the Chiefs on this one. I think it's a no-brainer. Um, I wouldn't say no-brainer per se, but I still do have the Chiefs winning this one. Uh, Jimmy G is Jimmy G. Um, it is in San Fran, which I don't know if that really means anything to Kansas City. I know they are much better at home, but they can play on the road. I, I, have, I have the Chiefs winning this one. and I never bet against um, Andy Reid coming off of an L. Or off of a bye week. Or especially off of a bye week. Absolutely off of a bye week, but also off of an L. I got the Chiefs taking this one. All right, so the Sunday night game, which is the 2-4 and four Steelers at the 3-3 three and three Dolphins. This is I got one question for you. Is Tua back? I do not know. I don't think so. I think he is. I think two is back. I'm going Dolphins. And if two is not back, I still probably would go Dolphins, but uh, the Steelers are some, they're, they're so weird like that. I'm going Dolphins. Uh, let's, just, let's just put it like that. And I think two is back, so I'm definitely going Dolphins. This game reminds me of another game played back in the old mystical year of 2007, I want to say. It was Steelers-Dolphins in Pittsburgh on a Monday night, and the final score was 3-0 to zero because the field was awful, the Dolphins were awful, and just overall, it's an absolutely hilarious game to look up because there was a punt in said game where the ball just lands in the mud and stays there. <laughs> Look it up. There's a secret base video about it, and I think Urinating Tree also made a video about it. Uh, I see the Dolphins also winning this one, but whenever I see the Steelers and the Dolphins or hear the Steelers and the Dolphins mentioned in the same breath, I'm like, that game always comes to mind. 
it could be ugly. Who knows who's going to win. And we, and for Monday night, we got... And uh, before, you, before you go, just a quick... I'm sorry to cut off the, the Bears. I'm going to let you get another one on that one. Tua is uh, practicing this week. Um, as you know, so he should be starting. I'm so amazed that he wants to keep playing football. Oh, absolutely. Like I saw what happened to him. I was just like, buddy, if you called it a career right there, I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> yeah, I would been, you know what? Uh, Andrew Luck again, you just focus on you, bud. Cause that is that uh, disgusting. But, um, yeah. How are we ending out the, the week? What's Monday night? Monday night is. Da Bears versus the <laughs> New England Patriots. Don't put a the in front of your name. Don't do that. The true America's team in Foxborough. Oh I'm kidding. In Foxborough. <laughs> I think the fact that it's in Foxborough uh, tells you who's going to win. But um, I have the Patriots because, of course, I have the Patriots. Uh, this pains me to say because uh, since 2004 – I I wish nothing but ill will uh, upon the team that doesn't even you know represent a single state. They have to represent a whole region, which I think is shenanigans. But um, I do think the Patriots are going to win this one. Duh, Bears are literally nothing right now. Uh, Justin Fields is running for his life, and you know uh, I, I wager anybody to be able to give me. Um, three weapons out there in Chicago, and yeah, I got I got the I got the Patriots winning it. Is 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 the Zapster still under center? I think he might be. I think Matt, they're gonna let Mac rest one more week and then make a decision. Uh, there is an interesting thing going on with the Bears Patriots game. It's technically the Nikhil Harry revenge game. Oh, my God. Hey, Pepperidge Farm here. Does anybody remember Nikhil Harry? I don't. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I barely do. Um, But, yeah, I I, I don't. I see this is completely and utterly Patriots. So that's going to be for this week in football. Uh, Any final final remarks you got for everyone? Uh, Hey, Thank you uh, for hanging out with us, and uh, see you next week. All right, let's see you next week. Let's NFL. Please don't give me a heart attack this week. We'll see you. <laughs>